Dumps it off. Sutter is up with it there. Right around in front. Live. In the entertainment capital of the world. Leading goal scorer on the team. Drew one in front. It's the T.C. Martin Show. A tie game on the power play. Hodgson was at the front of the net. Time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. A power play goal by the captain, T.C. Martin. It's brushed on back by Richard Fartone. Right up front, Yager, fed inside of the net. Score! The doctor is now in. Hour number two here inside the world-famous Superbook at the Westgate Las Vegas. It is the T.C. Martin Show, of course, streaming live, tcmartinshow.com. And if you don't listen to the show live, catch it anytime, anywhere under the podcast section at the website, tcmartinshow.com, or, of course, anywhere else, wherever you get your podcast. T.C. along with Marco D'Angelo from wagertalk.com, one of our handicapper extraordinaires, and our bookend guy, Marco here every Monday and Friday with us. And, of course, each and every Friday we are here at the Westgate Las Vegas inside the Superbook. I want to thank John Murray for the executive director joining us uh, last hour. And we continue on this hour talking more NBA Finals, game one in the books, game number two coming your way on Sunday. Maybe a little differing opinion between Marco and myself uh, with that. But there are some commonalities there as well, too, as we both like the Denver Nuggets. I both felt that the Denver Nuggets were going to win uh, Game One last night. I believe you know, cash and tickets uh, for Game One. We'll see what happens in the rest of the series. And then, obviously, here in Las Vegas, it is that time. The Stanley Cup Finals are back. Six years later, it is back. It is here. The Golden Knights are in it. Uh, maybe somewhat of a surprising opponent, but if you see how well this team has played during the course of the postseason, the Florida Panthers, really not much of a surprise. They have been just downright fantastic. Just the way the Miami Heat have, you know, with the upsets in the opening round, knocking off number one seeds, both uh, in the NBA and the NHL. But uh, the Miami Heat, no joke. The Florida Panthers, no joke, but I firmly expect, Marco, that the Florida Panthers are going to come in here fired up uh, to play tomorrow night. We'll have all the pomp and circumstance. Golden Pipes will be, uh, you know, singing the anthem and uh, looking forward to to all of that. We'll not hear a Canadian anthem, you know, tomorrow. So we just got the one, which is great. But uh, looking forward to game number one tomorrow night inside the fortress and, you know, fortunate enough to, to be in that building for all of the games when the Golden Knights played the Washington Capitals. It's going to be a very exciting time for for those uh, of us that can be in that building and fans as well, too. So uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts as we are 24 hours away from game number one? I, I like Vegas for the series. Uh, they had, Like I said, they're being priced worth no respect. Uh, but Florida, the goaltending scares me. I <laughs> We've seen it time and time again. You get a goaltender that gets hot at the right time. He can carry a team on his back, and he has done that. All those games have been low-scoring, you know, defensive battles. Uh, we've got more firepower, so I'm I'm hoping that you know when they when they come here and we're able to play five on five a little bit, you know, open the game up a little more, put pressure on them. I don't want I don't want to see us play. Two-one type games, uh, which was a lot of the games that we saw with Dallas, because this goaltender is 
too good. We need to make him uncomfortable, and that means spreading the ice, getting you know, getting some breakouts, getting some two-on-one breaks, and get the puck to the net. I, that's you know, it sounds simple, like that one commercial. That, remember they did during the season, the shots, shots. Right, we, gotta, right. know, we need shots. <laughs> <laughs> Sergey Bobrovsky, uh, phenomenal, and for the casual hockey fan, casual Golden Knights fan. This is not a foregone conclusion, just because the Knights have home ice, the number one seed in the West, and you look at the, the the Panthers, we're seeded eighth coming in here, throw that out the window. As we know, hockey, anything can happen, but when you have a hot goaltender, which the Florida Panthers do, watch out. Marco, this guy has had two games where he had at least 50 saves. He had 50 saves in, in, in one game. 63 in another. Now, that was the quadruple overtime game. But I don't care. 63 saves. That is phenomenal. This guy's a Russian international. This guy's a a two-time award winner in between the pipes. He literally is one of the best, and in my opinion, the best goaltender that the Knights have seen in this postseason. Eight of the last nine games, they've given up two goals or less. <laughs> Eight of the last nine. And the one that they didn't, yeah. they, oh my, they gave up three. Yeah. <laughs> and Florida is nine and one in their last ten games. Yeah. Nine and one. Well, They're know, no joke. It's it's going to be interesting. Um, the Aces put a little pressure on Vegas now because, <laughs> the, the, you know, we want Steve, the city of champions. I, I got to, uh, you know, live through the 70s in Pittsburgh where we had two uh, World Series and four Super Bowls in, in, a, in a span. So it's it's fun thing to, to have, and, and if they could pull it off, I think the Golden Knights... Uh, <laughs> The Golden Knights parade will be just a tad bigger than the Aces was. And that's the thing, though. And I'm not saying it's just because I'm part of the organization. It shouldn't be a comparison. I mean, people were saying, like, hey, well, the Aces were the first team to, to you know, win a professional championship in the city, first one to have the parade, this and that. But no one was pounding their chest with that. And then for people to say that, you know, oh, Golden Knights, you know, that parade's going to be bigger than well, of course it is, but it, it, there should not be a comparison. A parade is a parade. A championship is a championship. Championship ring is a championship ring. And, you know, uh, again, it's it's totally different. I mean, you could look at it, the aspect, well, is basketball more popular than hockey? Well, of course it is. You know, it doesn't matter if it's men's or women's. You know, basketball, we're talking about a league that's been around for 27 years. People, you know, there was... You know, big concern. Well, how is hockey going to go over here in Vegas, and then an expansion team, and this and that? And you know, it's great. They have their audience. Aces have their audience. Uh, you know, UNLV has their audience. The Raiders have their audience. You know, it, and it's great for the whole city to come together, cross promote, and and celebrate. But it is a little bit irritating when you're hearing people that want to like try to try to compare and make it a contest. The only difference in, in why. There's so much popularity for the Knights, and you have to admit this, is because we got the team from scratch. Right. We didn't inherit another team that moved cities. This is Vegas, you know, and the pun, Vegas-born, but it, it's true. And that's why I think it's going to be more fulfilling for the city. You know, nothing against the Aces, because, you know, um, I'm a big fan, but... It's just it's not the same comparison. Yeah, as far as I don't even know that there should even be a comparison, though. I mean, that's my my point. I just it doesn't. You can say, hey, this is the parade. 
hope it happens, it happens, great. Don't I mean it doesn't even deserve to be a comparison because anytime you start doing comparisons, you're you're throwing a negative connotation on that, which you know the aces don't deserve a, a negative connotation. You didn't hear the aces or, or aces fans or people in the organization throwing shade at the Raiders or throwing shade at, uh, at, at the Golden Knights. I mean, no. I mean, you see the cross promotion. You go to Golden Knights games, you see Asia Wilson cranking the siren and Chelsea Gray on, on, on the board and Kelsey Plum and all that stuff. And I think they've done a great job between the organizations to support each other. It'd be nice if if fans and media did the exact you know same thing. But, you know, I'll say this to what you just said, you know, it's not just because they're a homegrown expansion team. No, it's because they won. It's because they had that uh, amazing season in their inaugural season of 2017, 2018. They were winners. If they came out here and, and they won 20 games or 25 games, like many people pr- predicted, it'd be okay. It's fun. It's cool to go to the games. You know, it's a, it's a party. Okay. But, oh yeah, we're having fun. It's a party. And they're winning. Oh, we got Marco Andre Fleury. We got these other guys that now we've you know we've come to know. And wow, we're going to the Stanley Cup final. I mean, it's pretty cool. And then now you've built that that foundation, and then you follow up with another postseason run and another postseason run. This and that. So this team has been good to their credit. You know, from the day one they got here. I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to give you an, ex- an example to give the other view yeah. of that. This win would be more satisfying, in my belief, because we grew it from scratch. Go to the year that the Florida Marlins won the World Series. How many people in Florida feel great about that championship? When they blew, they bought everybody that year for the one year, and then they blew the team up immediately following winning a World Series. Yeah. You know, I, I think of the line from Rounders where KGB says, you know, are you feel satisfied now? <laughs> You come in for a quickie, you know, yeah. It's Look at you. You feel so strong. Strong like bull. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll give you that yeah. one, yeah. I do pretty good on my impressions, you know? Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> the kind of difference that, I, that I'm I'm looking at. That this, this was grown as you're trying to rip my headphones off here. <laughs> you give me you're talking about Teddy, Teddy KGB and Rounders and all that. So that's that's you know smoke filled poker room, you know, down in the dungeon I, there. I love that, you know, no, no question. Hey T, yes. Getting back to what Marco said, mm-hmm. does that mean that we need this? I think we just got it. We got it. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> Assist Chuck. There you go. Set it up. Now, I'm look, looking forward to uh, game one tomorrow night. It's going to be uh, very exciting. A little different feel, though. You, you go back to 2018, and again, the comparisons are, are, are fair, you know, comparing that run to this run because that's the last time, and, and people remember that. There's going to be a lot of people of the 18,000 plus in the building. It'll be a lot of the same people, yeah. you know, because they've been those season ticket holders from day number one. But that was Alexander Ovechkin, yeah. and it was. The Caps, who, you know, they were knocking on that door, you know, every year. And now you got this Florida Panther team, which, again, an expansion team, much before the Knights, but still, same vein. And when you talk about, you know, like John Murray was talking about, you know, television ratings or betting handle and that sort of thing, man, I, I 
do not see this being a television bonanza with these two teams. I mean, if you were in Philadelphia or Boston or, you know, Dallas, Chicago or up in Canada, are you watching this series? I think Vegas, we're a little skewed because we're here. Okay? We're here. But I'm gonna try, you know, put that, you know, take yourself out of, out of this bubble. With that said, though, how when we didn't make the playoffs last year, how all the other teams kind of silent- You can't be objective there. It's the we again. Okay. It's always the we. <laughs> well, how about I'll they? Okay. Can you substitute they for we? No. I dare you. I double dare you. I paid for season tickets. It's a week. <laughs> that that earned me a right for. But a you're week. not going tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, I was this is, a bad time. This but, is a situation yeah. though, when you when you have that, and it's in our building, and everybody is anticipating it, but the public outside of Vegas, kind of, we're like the hated team because we had it so easy. The other. How many people? Who's the hate? That, Everybody. Who, who is saying they're the hated team? I don't hear Chicago Blackhawk or Pittsburgh Penguins fans or Boston Bruins fan. We hate the Golden Knights. How, you saw maybe so, San Jose. Maybe when they didn't make the playoffs last year, most of the league was happy because they did not. I think like that the narrative success. is driven from here. Maybe it is, but I think it, I think it's true. In, in, let's face it, our town has become such a sports town. Where you know so many different events outside of the you know our Vegas teams, people are coming here. It, I think it's going to be a good, good showing TV wise. Not what it would have been, obviously, having the Boston market in there, or even you know, God forbid, if Toronto ever advanced, right? To the, you know, would advance to Montreal or yeah, Toronto, yeah. somebody like that. Yeah, Th- those would be huge just because of, you know the original six and stuff. But it, it's going to be fine. I. I'm looking forward to it. You know, we've got a lot of talent on this team. I hope that they are able to break through with the second second crack at it in six years. How do you view this from a betting perspective? Like I said last segment, I think if you like the Golden Knights, you got to feel there's value there. It, it, it minus one thirty for the series, and then even you know for a game number one. Uh, again, I know we're, I'm going to say it because everyone's thinking it, and again, things are based off of the seed. You know, but still. They've played well, but they're still an eight seed. You have home ice advantage. You would think that the Golden Knights would be a little bit higher priced in both the series in game one. You would think so. What I'm hoping not to see is that one of the – we in every series, we saw the Knights show up with one clunker. Okay? Mm-hmm. They, they get that one clunker game. We had it, obviously, the game, you know, against – Game four against Dallas. Let's see what they what they can do. Um, this is a team that it's come too easy from the expansion to here. But the new coach, the new attitude, it was a different team this year. My only concern, and I had a legitimate concern after the Edmonton series, I because everybody said that was the winner of that's going to the Stanley Cup final. You know, it was like dismissed. Dallas. The fact that Dallas's coach was Pete DeBoer, that definitely erased any flatness that they might have had, okay, going against your own old coach. Now you've disposed of everybody's hot team at the end of the season. Uh, as John said, that was their biggest liability to the futures market was Edmonton because a lot of people, including myself, <laughs> put a bet on Edmonton, you know, to win the Stanley Cup, you know. Two months ago, uh, when the price was still, you know, good, and they were starting that run, 
But now they've had two big series. I just hope they don't have a mental letdown and say, hey, we're facing an 8 seed. Mm-hmm. They're not playing like an 8 seed. Mm-hmm. Just get that out of your mind. Talk about the style between the Dallas Stars and the Florida Panthers as far as you know the physicality of it all. We've talked a little bit, obviously, from a goaltending situation where where Bob is so much better than Ottinger, yeah. right? But but what kind of what kind of series do you think this is? Is it rough and tough? Is it more more open skating? What do you think? I think it's good. Florida wants to keep it the style they're playing right they now. They want these 2-1 games. They do. 3-2, they two, played it all 3-1 year. games. And right? if you remember, two years ago when we talked about they had the, be- the best record, yeah. there were just two seasons of what it removed from that, that was a totally opposite team. Florida was putting up five, six goals. They were in high-scoring games. They weren't getting that goaltending. And that's what ended up being their demise when they got to the playoffs because we always talk about – you know, you're not the teams that are playing the shootouts generally don't go all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. It becomes a defensive t- style, and Florida's playing it as good as anybody is right now. The benefit for the Knights is that's the style they played all year, except the Edmonton series. Mm-hmm. They've played this type of style, so it's not like you know when you're playing like a Temple in basketball, when all of a sudden you got to go to a crawl and you got to readjust yourself. That's against your norm. They've played that, and the Dallas was enough of that type of series. What there was only what two blowouts in, of the games. Mm-hmm. The other four were coin flips. Three of the four in overtime. So that's a benefit for the Knights moving forward. But Florida has been sitting a long time, and we got to say. Do you have the rest versus rust for them in that the first game? I would think as electric as the T-Mobile is going to be on Saturday, an interesting play might be to take VGK for first period. If that if there is that rust factor for Florida, getting that for and getting their legs back because you can't simulate game speed in practice. I'm sorry, you just don't. You don't. But again, you have three intense series that, that they went through. And I just think that you, once you get into it, five, six minutes into it, all that's out the window. You know, it's a mindset. You're, you're coming here, you're ready to play, and you're hungry. You're hungry and you're ready, especially a team that is oozing with confidence, I can tell you. And that's what the Panthers are right now. They feel that they can't lose. And when you have that, anxiousness, that anxiety almost, that we could hardly wait to get out here. And they're not afraid of the Golden Knights. Again, they've seen them twice during the course of the year. You know, they're they're one and one against them. And I think they know, hey, we can be as aggressive as we pos- as, as possibly we could be because we got this great guy. We got the better guy in goal than the Knights do. Now, Aiden Hill's been fantastic, but you're talking about the league-wide respect? I don't think they have that, you know. And where Bobrovsky... You know, this everybody knows what he's all about. And tell me, where did the term standing on your head come from? Because I'm really getting tired of it. It doesn't matter who's ever on this show and we're talking hockey. They they use it. You use, used it. Nothing against you. But everybody on the team, everyone says, oh, stand on his head. He, uh, if you get a goal, it stands on his head. What do you mean stand on their head? It's probably no goalie stand on their head. It's probably harder to block shots standing. I would think so, but you know, yeah, it's just one of those. those Where does it come from? I don't know. Somebody said. No, Chuck, look that up. I mean, what is that that phrase? Yeah, it is. But it's like somebody says something, 
and they run with it, and they and they don't even know they're they're saying it. It's like you know, at the end of the day, right? Remember, end of the day, about four or five years ago, everyone says end of the day. They don't even know what they're saying, but they're going to say at the end of the day. How many times have you said whenever we're breaking down a game, there's you know more ways than one to skin a cat? Who's ever actually skinned a cat? Okay. <laughs> then again, that's not me. I don't fall into those stupid cliches, especially regarding cats. I'm not a cat guy. All right. How about put the gun to your head, make a pick? I don't like that. That's <laughs> back to the negative connotation. I never say that, but you know. Do shows with people, and they say it all the time. Put a gun. I don't. Want, I don't want that thought of a gun to the head. I'll tell you why. I've had a gun put to my head. Oh, yeah. So that's that's bad connotation. I've, I've you know, it, it happened younger in life, so I, I've kind of, you know, I can look back at it now and make jokes about it, and I, and I tell stories about it. But I don't like that. <laughs> no, nobody would skin a cat. Seriously. But, uh, Who is skinning cats? Is there a competition? Is that on the Ocho? I, if we're doing cherry seed spitting, are we are we skinning cats? PETA would show up on the door. <laughs> okay. Uh, Back but, to staying on your head. Back to staying. How about this, though? The last thing you want to do, and we talk about it when we're doing the NFL, and we're talking about once the, the bye weeks start. What do I always say? I will go against a team that went into the bye week hot, I'll go against them coming out of it. And a team that went into the bye week cold, you want to play them because they focus on When you're on a roll, the last thing you want is not to play. Okay? You want to get right back out there. You're in a rhythm. You want to keep everything going. And especially a, a goalie. Okay? No, I've never played the position. But that is timing. That is rhythm. Sitting this long can't be good for Florida. In game one. You know what I thought you were going to say when you said, as you always say during the football season, mm-hmm. I owe you another food bet. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I was right there with you, T. I thought, that, I, I thought that's what was going. See? There you go. You don't want to say that, though. Uh, I, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not you say, say that, that a lot during the football season. Do you realize that? We, we have, yeah. We have. We could bring Schrader in here, too. He'd say the same thing. Yeah, Marco does end up saying that a lot. <laughs> Oh, I'm the thing sh- that Marco sh- is known week. for on this show is the we and damn, I owe you another food bet. <laughs> Numchuck said he won the food bet for today's show. I do. He said that. You see, we on the, on the, on the Twitter oh, post I, today. And he I goes, answered it. Yeah. If you lose, what you got? You know, food bet's going to be you're going to have to eat a non non all beef hot dog. What? Yep. Yeah, you got you got. I'm not doing that. You no, got, that's what that's uh, what the bet is. I, I, I answered on Twitter whenever Numchuck come in and said about a food bet. I said, well, I didn't see that. Well, is that what he said? An act what, 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 what happened to, to buying a, a nice meal and I want you and having good. a nice little you know uh, you I know friendly you conversation and the winner buying the uh, you know the loser buying the the winner a nice meal. What that's a that? win win. I want to he wants to win lose. You yeah. want to torture me? Uh, yeah, if I win, oh. I want to torture you. So you're yes. one of those vengeful type of guys. Oh, absolutely. Revenge, <laughs> that's an angle. We use that in handicapping. <laughs> Only against your biggest rival. I didn't rival. know that non-all-beef hot dogs uh, fell into that. No, I, I don't think I would sign off into that, dude. I mean, <laughs> I did I did that yesterday. You're man. going to. I did that. I took one bite. Uh, I, I went to, uh, I went to uh, a place yesterday, <laughs> and they tried to sneak a, 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 a non-Vienna hot dog on me and I, I spotted it right away but I said you know what I'm I'm gonna try it because I ordered it but 
You know what I did? I took that one bite, spit it out right to the garbage, went back to the manager. I said, this is not a VNL beef hot dog. He goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> can, 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 can I get you something else? Absolutely, I can. You are high maintenance, my friend. <laughs> Listen, man, if you're going to advertise that you have a certain brand of hot dog, you better have it. That's it. Okay? Just like I don't want any, you know, shredded beef that comes in a can from Brazil. I'm scared to take you to my my <laughs> regular spots for, for you making a scene. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. And I, I totally respect that because yeah. I, I could do that. You could. Yeah. But I would – see, here's the thing. I'll go ahead and, and point that out. That, you know, if they're in the wrong, if something is overcooked or it's not presented the way that it I've is wit- on the menu. I've witnessed you in Okay, you witnessed action. me in action. And I'm professional about it. I've even done this in my home court where I've taken you and where the steak went wrong. But you saw how I handled it. I didn't, like, berate anybody. I didn't, you know, throw throw steaks and, you know, across the room and, and one of the chef fired. No. You saw how I handle that. So it doesn't matter if it's home or away. I'm going to point it out. But I'm going to do it very nice, professional, unless they, you know, get all offended. If your lovely wife makes you a dinner and you don't like something about it, do you bite your lip or do you? uh... Oh, no. I'm the same way no matter what, you know. But then again, in order for that to happen, I'd have to get a home-cooked meal. Oh, (laughs) Which wow. I hope she's not doesn't listening. happen. I hope she's not listening. It really doesn't happen. Oh, and by the way, do you remember when I did take you to my place and you got the fresh cut fries? Do yes. you remember what you did? Took it back. No, no, you got you got no you got a basket. You got a basket of fries. Oh, I got a basket of fries. And yeah. when you were yeah. eating your basket of fries, do you remember what you did? You did your your my happy dance. Your, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was good. Yeah, it was. So Lori got to witness that. Okay. So now when she does cook something for me, yeah, she, and we're sitting at the table and I get done eating, it, yeah, she goes, I don't get no. <laughs> I'm like, wow. You know, thanks. listen. Though, I wish right, people yeah. could see what you're doing there because I look nothing like that. What you're doing, you look like you're having an epileptic fit there. And how do you do it? With style and finesse and a little rhythm, a lot of rhythm. No. My happy dance yeah. is like, no, you were yeah. doing the, you were doing the. Ah, uh, no, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was, I stood up and uh, I did my little, yeah. my disco move and my little spin, and Lori was going, ah, oh, that's pretty cool, Marco. You don't do any of that. Yeah, no, that's that that that's not what she said. <laughs> but yeah, your, your your fries were good. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that, but. Um, yeah, a food bet with that. But I don't think we're on opposite sides here, are we? Unless you want to do game two for the Nuggets and, and the Heat. I am open to taking the Heat plus the points, Mr. Zigzag. I like, Mr. Bounce Back, as I like to say. I like Denver in a game, but I like the over more. So if, you, if, you, if you're interested in the I'm under, not a total guy, man. You're not Forget total that. Guy. Yeah. Total guy. See, I, I bet. Because even you know that you, you never tease totals. Uh, you're right. I wouldn't tease totals. <laughs> I really don't play totals. I don't. Occasionally, I might play a football total, but I really, no, 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 no. Because in my philosophy is this. I'm not going to wager on something that coaches or players don't care about and don't really scout for and don't do a game plan according to that. 
you never say, you know, have a coach come in and say, okay, you know, we, we, we want to keep this uh, game in the 20s, you know, for football. Yeah, we, 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 we want to do that. No. You know, you don't, that's, that's not part of it. So I'm not, I'm not, part of the handicap is what you see on, I get that, unfolding on the football field or on the basketball court. And if you see a particular team that you think is going to exploit something, if that, I get that. Oh, I used to play totals. I know, I get it. So it's all, it's all correlated. It's like hockey, for example. Okay. There's no rhyme or reason to play a hockey total. Seriously. You know why? Because of what you just said. You never see a team, you know, everyone's skating up and down the ice. They're trying to get as many shots on goal as they can. You know, they're not sitting there playing the four. You know where totals came into play is Dean Smith and the four corners offense in North Carolina and this and that. This is where the whole. The Princeton back door. Absolutely. Now, that is different. Now, with basketball, you can do that. But then when you, you know, have the 24-second shot clock in the NBA and the 30-second shot clock in, in, in uh, college basketball, that has taken away a lot of that. Now, of course, books have adjusted and, and you know, higher totals and this and that. But think about it, Marco. You've been around long enough that you used to see that in the 70s and the 80s and even in the 90s where pace was a big thing from a basketball, especially co- college, that that was a thing. You know, we're going to go diamond and one. We're going to go triangle and two. We're going to double team this guy in the low post. We're going to try to take the air out of the ball. We're going to try to milk the clock. Then that's when, okay, now now I'm in the totals. But for the NFL, they don't play that way. College football certainly doesn't play that way. And hockey doesn't play that way. And the NBA really doesn't play that way. Hockey does play that way. It, we, their teams play totally different when they're up 2-1 as versus up 3-1. I never seen anybody trying to control the puck and say, we're going to play a Gene no. Hackman here. They're or dumping we're in the dump, other end. Well, dump and run to a certain degree. I get yeah. that. You know. You'll get that. And then in the NFL, if you're up if you're up three touchdowns, the team's running the football in the fourth quarter. Whether they're a passing team or not, they're trying to run. That's why I always like to look at. They're teams still, that they're run, still passing run well. on. They're still passing on third down, though. If they have, yeah, if they have to, but they're they're trying to milk the clock out as much as they. But can. when does that happen? In the last maybe six minutes of a game, doesn't happen in the if third team, quarter, early the fourth has, quarter. If a team's up seventeen points in the fourth quarter, they're running. The, they're generally running the football. But how often does that happen, though? Right, it happens. You got to uh-huh. put it. It's you know. I mean, you want to see teams, teams up seventeen, and you know, I don't know, you know. You got the only time you see a team keeping, you know, playing good is if a team's tossing a shutout. There's, you know, if you got an, an over bet mm-hmm. and one of the two teams is tossing a shutout, you're like, mm-hmm. you just want them I give know. them that token field goal just to get that goose egg off the board because then the defense is going to let up and, and become a, you know, we'll give you yardage versus time. But as long as that defense still has that that shutout mm-hmm. on the board, they are doing everything in their power to preserve mm-hmm. that. I think if you're a totals guy and you love playing totals, that you're going to try to argue or make a claim for that no matter what. Even if like the other side is, is trying to give you some form of logic. No, I, I like my totals and this and And people like that. But I just think that people you know, really zoom in on the totals just because they're... You know, looking for another bet to you know to parlay with the side. I mean, how popular is that? Doesn't matter what sport. You know, yeah. oh, I like the team and 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 the total. Ask John on every Sunday and Monday night exactly. how, how many times that they do that. Exactly. They're doing it constantly. Exactly. The, the standalone games, they're betting every which in every which way they they can. In they're betting props. They're betting in that 
actually drives me nuts. If mm. somebody has five, six, seven bets in one game, mm. different, you know, doing different things. Yeah. If you're wrong on your handicap, <laughs> you're wrong basically seven times. Right. If you're doing that, right. That's why I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like playing the game and the total. Yeah. Um, I don't like having a bunch of props. Now, obviously, we do it when Super Bowl's there. Right. But I always tell you, I'm taking props for both both scenarios, yeah. for both teams. So if it does become a one kind of game, mm -hmm. you still have some outs. Unless mm -hmm. it's the Super Bowl that they had. The uh, the Patriots and uh, Listen, the Rams. I think you. I think you actually you know are making my point, and I think you actually you know agree with me because I've sat with you before and you've said I hate betting this total. <laughs> or I hate oh, to bet. I, I hate, I hate to bet, bet unders. I hate yeah. to bet unders. You hate to bet unders. It's like then don't bet it. <laughs> You're never comfortable betting the unders. But we've had this conversation. <laughs> You're a winner. For more time that, of the of the game, and if I do bet a total, I usually will bet the under because of that. Yeah. most sharp people know that <laughs> there's always going to be built-in value to the unders, especially on standalone games, mm -hmm. because people like John and Jay know where the money's coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not getting a hundred people on sun, you know su Sunday night betting the game. Oh, give me the under, give me the no. They're mm -hmm. they're betting the over because they want action. All right, five and a half Golden Knights. Florida tomorrow. You are you going to be involved in a total? I think I'm going to have some overs in this to in this series. What I about game one? I don't think I'm going to play the total in game one because of the rest rest factor. I'm going to let the I'm going to let. I'm going to say right up. now that's not a factor. Not a factor. It wasn't a factor with the Nuggets. Not going to be a factor with this. I think it's. I think it's just too convenient of an excuse to say that this team. I mean, you you saw that what this team, this Carol, uh, Panther team, has done. I mean, they just they're hungry. They're they're they can hardly wait to get on the ice. They're, they're not going to be rusty. They're a dangerous type of team to play. They're too There's good no of a team. They're too good of a team to 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 be rusty. They're too good. And plus, they've been out here for like three days. They hit the clubs, huh? Are they hitting the clubs? <laughs> the, the Vegas flu, remember that? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, we come back. Uh, Marco and I are going to talk some baseball. We got some baseball games to hit on today, and uh, also it is a anniversary of uh, one of the most uh, absurd umpire calls that we've ever seen. Michael Jackson won by Cirque du Soleil is hailed by Rolling Stone as a virtual parade of wow moments then immerse the audience into the world of Michael Jackson's music. Performing weekly at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino, Michael Jackson 1 celebrates the musical legacy of the King of Pop. Looking to elevate your night? The new Michael Jackson 1 VIP experience is now on sale. Get your tickets today at MJ1.com. Who's bad? One of the greatest songwriters of our time returns to Las Vegas. Van Morrison, live in concert. September 6th, 8th, and 9th, Sappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Van Morrison, live in Las Vegas.
Hey everyone, this is Carnell, aka Golden Pipes, and I want to welcome you back to the TC Martin Show. Continuing on here, it's a Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. And yes, Vegas going to be hopping again this weekend. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals between the Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. The Golden Knights, a favorite in the series, $1.30 and $1.35 in game number one. And then, of course, we've got the NBA Finals. We'll take a couple days off, but they'll reconvene Sunday night. The Aces back uh, on the road for their first lengthy road trip. Uh, they're in action tonight uh, against the Atlanta Dream. Aces a 12-point favorite in this one. Then they will play on Sunday in Indiana. And then we got the two games in Connecticut on Tuesday and Thursday, which uh, I will be at. So this is my my last segment for about 10 days, Marco, because I will be on the road all next week in the beginning of uh, the following week. So there it is. So just me and Numbcheck Monday. I can't wait. <laughs> No, we got our good friend T.J. Reeves. Oh, yeah, that's right. T.J. Yeah, on on, on Monday. Uh, Jose Vellante will be filling in on on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Appreciate that. Then Marco will be here with Jay Schrader on uh, on next Friday. There you go. Well, you're living your best life. I'm living my best life. (laughs) I don't know. I'll be working, my friend. Do you understand that? This isn't a... Jay Cornegay, Palm Springs, twenty-year vaca- annual vacation. Hey, T, that's you know? not what I heard. That's not what you heard. What'd you hear? I heard you. I'm one of your days off. You're going to Yankees games. I'm I'm contemplating about going to the Yankee game on Wednesday. Yeah, because so that'll be our off day, and Connecticut to Yankee Stadium is about hour and forty-five minutes or so. So, and I did this last year when we were back there for the finals, and I went to Boston. Because it was like an hour and a half away to Boston. And so I had to do my Fenway Park thing because it was a bucket list thing. I never did fin- Fenway Park before. And I was glad that I did that. So um, so here's my story, though, no, if you want to bring this up. So here's my contemplation. Maybe you guys can help me out with this in the decision-making process. So there you go. All right. So I've set the stage. Aces, Connecticut, Tuesday, Thursday, next week. First thing I did is like, hey, let me look at the Yankee schedule. You know, Red Sox don't care. They stink. Did it last year. Fine. But I do love going to Yankee Stadium. Always have. The old Yankee Stadium, new Yankee Stadium. And I've been to this one, but it's been probably six, seven years. Check the schedule. Hey, Yankees are at home. Who are they playing? Chicago White Sox. (laughs) Not overly excited because I saw the Astros play the White Sox opening weekend. If you remember the ring ceremony and all that, I was back there for that in Houston, Final Four and all that. So, okay, but it's still Yankee Stadium. Let me check the weather, all right? Because sometimes, you know, not sure what you can get. And it says overcast. Probably, I I think the highs are going to be like in the mid-60s, low 60s by the time nighttime, eh, in the 50s. Okay, I'll I'll give that a shot. So... Uh, contact my Yankee uh, Yankees contact and said, yeah, no, we can make accommodations, you know, that sort of thing. Got a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, lives in New York, diehard Yankee fan. Call him up, put it to him. I said, hey, I'm coming to the city. We'll either do dinner or, you know, Yankee game. He goes, man, I'm down for whatever you want. So then I'll go back and look at my ACES schedule because, well, you know what? We got to come back to New York to play the Liberty at some point in time. So let me see. When that is. So I go back and look, and I go, it's like, oh, it's August 6th. That happens to be a Sunday. It happens to be a weekend. 
hmm, do you think the Yankees might be at home? So I go look at the lineup, and I go, okay, we'll be, i got a couple days off ahead of time because Aces have a home game like on that Thursday, so I could fly out Friday, spend the weekend in New York, and then we go to Dallas from there. We'd leave on Monday. So, yeah, I could see a New York weekend, maybe Broadway play this and that. But let's more important things. Where are the Yankees? Are the Yankees at home? I look at the Yankee schedule. Yankees are at home. Don't tell me who Who plays. is the opponent? Because who the, is the opponent? The world just falls right into your lap all the time. I don't have the schedule, but uh, Alex, I'll take. Who are the Houston Astros for 500? It's the Astros. Seriously, what are the odds of that? I'll tell you what it is, at least 30 to 1, because they only go there once a year. And it happens to be that weekend when I'm going to be in New York. So what do you do if you're me? Do you just wait and go in August and then do something else and go to the city for this trip? Or do you do the double dip? You go to the city, do something else, go to a good good restaurant, maybe catch a show yeah. and save it for the Astros. That's what I was thinking. I have an even better idea. What's that? See who the Mets are playing. I thought about that. that. Well, usually if the Yankees are home, I don't think the Mets are at home. I think they usually kind of, but we can look. We can look that up. Because I'm saying, like, if they're playing the Cubs, guess what? You'll be there. To watch two bad teams? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Wrigley, different story. I'm going to Wrigley no matter who they're playing. Playing the Marlins. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Wrigley. Sitting in the yeah. bleachers? No, not anymore. I, I did that way back when because I, to experience it, I wanted to do it. You know what happened last time I sat in the bleachers, Mark? The only time I sat in the bleachers. Did you get sunburned? Uh, I think I did get sunburned, but I didn't take off my shirt. What was it going to be like you? You know, you know, with Speedo on and the pool? No. No, no, I, no. So I got there early, and it is a long, long time ago. And remember, they are playing the Phillies. And so get there early, bleacher bum, because you have to get there early because they're not reserved seats, right? So, okay, I'm, you know, before, first few times I went to Wrigley, sat behind the, you know, Cubs dugout, this and that, you know, because I'm a seat snob. So I got experience of bleacher bum thing. Get there for batting practice and get sit- seated. I'm going to go uh, get some food. I'm going to go eat a hot dog, whatever, this and that, enjoy. As I get up and I'm walking, boom, I get hit with a baseball in the small of my back. It was a home run ball. And then here, boom, here comes another one. Just misses my head. I, I had this welt on my, the small of my back, and I almost went down like a fighter who just got laid out. I went down like like Michael Moore against George Foreman. See, now, if I would have been there with you, after I got done laughing for about three minutes, I would have helped you up. Wait, T, did you at least get the ball? Of course not. You know what happened? I got these ham and acres diving in my feet, knocking oh, me I down. Know. I got to get a ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably one of the ones that grabbed the ball. Yeah, exactly. Did you go to, if I go, I would, haven't been to Wrigley. I'd like to go to Wrigley, bucket list one yep. at a time, see a game there. Also want to go to that bar you always see across the street. In- there's a couple. There's, there's, there's the Cubby Bear, which is my personal favorite. That That's there. You've got Murphy's, which is in in right field. Uh, okay, you got that. And but those are the two the the best ones, right? Numbcheck. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Cubby Bear or Murphy's. Yeah. 
Yeah. Chris Basio has told us many a story where he would close down Murphy's after a Cubs game, and he was a pitching coach there with the Cubs. And uh, No, Wrigley's great, man. Uh, again, I'm kind of a little – I'm not saying anti-Wrigley, but when they made the changements, the changes and the enhancements, that sort of thing, it's, it's kind of not the same. But uh, they didn't improve the urinals, you know, the, the, the restrooms. There's no more troughs. That's There's no more the troughs. thing that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see Marco at the Wrigley the trough, yeah. But uh, but hey, right when you walk in though, man, and they have like you know people get there early and they roll up the gate and there it is. You walk right in, immediate right turn. You smell the Vienna hot dogs all and beef. they're grilling the all onions, beef. all beef. Yeah. The Vienna, yeah, and and right there, it's like give me two like right now, and it's like oh yeah, yeah, and they grill them for you right there. And then they also have the cart, which is like down, like uh, past first base, right field line, and then they're grilling there too. You know all these hand gestures. You, you know we're on radio. I nobody, understand. Nobody, I, nobody, nobody seeing you pointing all over. And the no one seen you me doing this. What you were doing about my French fry dance or whatever that was. So, so take that. All right. Jeez. Um, okay. See, so you guys helped me make up my mind. I'm going to. Um, Fold my hands, no hand gesture, and I'll bypass the Yankees White Sox game. Did you just use the word buy? I never heard you use bypass. That word. No, you just used the word buy. That's something you're not like buying a meal or buying. You know, that's not <laughs> B Y B I, not B U Y. And to be fair, I mean, I do probably got to take into account that. I won't be paying for the tickets in August. That's a, that's well. a big, that's the big <laughs> angle there, you know. Uh, it is a big angle. Yeah, yeah. Yankees aren't much for comping, but I will say this: a shout out to the media relations director for the Yankees. He offered to do give me his uh, friends and family discount, fifty percent off for tickets. I, that was pretty cool. So I could do that. But he obviously doesn't know you. No, obviously. Because <laughs> that's not happening. What do you mean? You need to be calm. I know. But what's I, the last, in all honesty, what's the last game that you actually went to that you bought the ticket? Oh, man, that, that hamster's on that. <laughs> well, he's running. Wait, he's going have way you? back. Has he? That's the question. That's what I'm thinking right now. Really? I don't think so. That you, I, no, 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 no. You right. haven't gone through your whole life without paying for a ticket. No, 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 no. Recent memory. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Um, I think it was Giants game when they first got to whatever it is, Pac Bell Park, Oracle Park, whatever. One because uh, they weren't doing. So a lot of times they'll do media comps for people that are in the media, this and that. And I had gotten media comps through that uh, but they already hit their allotment or something and I paid yeah I, I, I paid I think for tickets for that and that was probably 2013 I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know something like that I remember paying for that yeah I did I did See, Dusty wasn't the manager then. No, 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 no. He was in Cincinnati at that time, or whatever, and or he was like out, you know, because he went a couple years where he was in between jobs, or whatever. 
But uh, no, no, that was just a. I I go back to Sacramento every year in the summertime anyway, to visit friends, family, and so I want to make sure that the Giants are home because I love that park. I mean, you talk about bucket list. That is a great park. If you've never been there, phenomenal. So yeah, I and I had no problem, Marco. Believe it or not, paying for a ticket for uh, a a game at that park because it's phenomenal. Mo- most baseball guys that I've talked, you know, guys yeah. that organizations, uh, they say San Francisco and they say Pittsburgh ballpark. Especially if you're like me and you went to so many games at Candlestick Park, which was just brutal from a weather standpoint, from the traffic standpoint, because AT and T, you know, it's been through so many different names. That park is just 180 degrees different and so much better than Candlestick. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, do you know what today is, Marco? You said it's some kind of anniversary. It's a baseball anniversary, my friend. 13 years ago today, one of the biggest travesties that we've ever seen in a baseball game. And, you know, I feel bad for pitchers that are rolling along and they get screwed. None worse than what happened to the Tigers pitcher, Armando Galarraga on this day 13 years ago. Ground ball, right side. Cabrera will cut it off. Galarraga covers. He's out. No, he's safe. He is safe. He is safe at first base. And here comes Jim Leland. said he was safe at first base. You make the call. Cabrera, Galarraga. Did he miss the base? He's out. Why is he safe? He must have missed the base. Are you kidding me? Why is he safe? You see right here. (laughs) Why is he safe? Oh Oh my goodness, Jim Joyce. No. Jeez Louise. Oh my goodness. What a travesty. What an absolute travesty for Armando Galarraga. Yes. So the situation was Galarraga pitching for the Tigers. Miguel Cabrera playing first base. The score is three to nothing. The Tigers are leading the Indians. Two outs. Top of the ninth. A perfect game. A perfect game. 26 up, 26 down. Ground ball to Cabrera. He fields it in the hole going towards second. Fires to Galarraga, who's covering first. Bang, bang. Jim Joyce says safe. Took away a perfect game. This wasn't even close. It was clearly out. Remember when it happened 13 years ago today. Took away a perfect game for a pitcher. We'll never, ever probably experience that ever again. And for Jim Joyce, came under all kinds of scrutiny uh, for that. And it wasn't even close. 13 years ago. Do you remember that game? I remember it. I was shocked when you said it was 13 years. I didn't think it was that long ago. Uh, That was good. But uh, doesn't the pitcher get the benefit of the doubt in that situation? So there's my point. I was going to say that. And I'll say it now. You've got to be present to the moment. And I'm not saying give anybody the benefit of the doubt. But if you're Jim Joyce, you've got to know. 
this is a no-hitter. There's a perfect game. Oh, my God, we are one out away. I'm getting ready to go home and, and, and have some day. You know what's happening. You know what's happening. you got to alert yourself to the moment of the situation and just not even just say give the benefit of the doubt, but how about this? Be ultra-focused. Be, you should be ultra-focused on every play, but this is it. i I got to make sure I get this right or else I'm going to get drug over the coals. Which he did. And his attitude with that, when he said safe, he just kept spitting out his chewing tobacco. And he's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And he had that, you know, Craig Stadler walrus mustache or whatever. <laughs> look horrible. Leland comes out and blasts him. He just sat there and kept spitting his chewing tobacco. The sound Pathetic. The soundbite I would have liked to have heard was Jim Leland when he came right because that would Jim Leland, Billy Martin, those kind of guys. Uh, you want that's the soundbite you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, tonight we got a great game. We got Anaheim and the Astros, man. We got the Angels. Otani's on the hill against Valdez. Valdez, the dollar thirty favorite. Who do you like? I did not use that game. I know who you like. Okay, the Yankees and Dodgers tonight. That seems weird. In June, yeah. that's cool. Severino and Kershaw going away. Kershaw, dollar fifty-five favorite. A little surprised that high. I can't lay that price the way he's pitching. He's not not pitched well the last few games. I didn't take the dog, but I want no part of laying that price. All right. And then Seattle's playing Texas tonight. Uh, Seattle a road favorite, and we know Texas has been on fire. But Castillo against Gray. I went with Castillo. That's one of my plays tonight. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Very sad to, uh, for Armando Galarraga or anybody. And the A's. Well, <laughs> you know they won two in a row. However, things have gone back to normal. A's lost again day before yesterday. They didn't lose yesterday, though. They're down 2 nothing. And they're down 2 nothing already. <laughs> lost 4-2 to Atlanta. I know you had that game. They had lost 11 in a row prior to that. The A's record currently stands at 12-46. Lost 15 of the last 18. Worst record since the 1932 Boston Red Sox after 50-plus games. The attendance for that game against the Braves after they came off two wins in a row, Marco, against the Braves two years ago, World Series champs, 6,429. And the A's are now on the road in Miami playing in front of just as many fans there. I see a lot of seats down low that are open. (laughs) All right. Man, I appreciate you being here, Marco, uh, and appreciate you filling in while I'm gone next week. Appreciate it. Mark will be here on Monday and then back here at the Westgate in the Sportsbook at the Superbook here on Friday, man. Uh, enjoy yourself. Have a good time. <laughs> I'll be sending you plenty of food picks. That's what you want, right? Yeah, that's it. Say some basketball picks, too, from the Aces. Hey, man, that's that's where we won the championship last year. Oh, now, you're a, we, now you're a, well, a little bit different. I, you know. Oh, you they're my employer. Them. Okay. You know. <laughs> Thank again to our anonymous uh, uh, super fan for sending us the pig box dozen donuts on National Donut Day. Very much appreciated. Everyone here in the sports book appreciates it as well. <laughs> for John Murray, for Nubchuck back in the studio, for Marco, have yourself a good one. Enjoy your weekend. Golden Knights tomorrow night. Woo! You got a lot to talk about on Monday, my friend. Big weekend. That's Big good. Weekend. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Have a good weekend. You too, my friend. All right. If you missed any part of the show, go check it out at tcmartinshow.com. And the interview with Candace Parker is up there as well. Go hear that, talking about her new team in the Las Vegas Aces. Have yourself a good one. And I will talk to you a week from Wednesday. Keep listening. Tune in to the show. Our great fill-in host. And keeping everything alive. 
uh, as I will be back east. Have yourself a good one and enjoy. Enjoy.